Welcome to episode 104 of Friends of Film, a podcast covering the latest movie news and theatrical releases. On this episode, we'll preview the coming year of movies by giving our most anticipated lists of 2018. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by a man eager to win over Redditors, Josh Straley. I have just, I mean, I'm, I'm desperate for attention all the time, yeah. and sometimes I'll comment and they won't comment back, and it, it just don't go anywhere. It's depressing. I know. <laughs> but uh, hey, don't forget. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Friends and Film. And be sure to check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and OutCloud. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And we'll, if you can't, we'll that OutCloud. <laughs> yes. And if you can, leave us a review. It really helps. Yes. But today, Cooper, we're joined by our friend, yes. your friend, and my friend now, Colton. What's up? I'm back, guys. You just can't get rid of him. I just heard you guys uh, were ready to talk about some 2018, so I figured I'd uh, go ahead and stop by again. You know how I love these lists. <laughs> that is true. We love having you for the list. Colin always comes by for the list episodes, and uh, as mentioned, we are going to our top 15 most anticipated movies of 2018. Um, we'll be going through this, basically splitting it up a little bit, doing our 15 through 11s, then our 10 through 7s, 6 through 4s, and then our top three individually. Uh, it'll be going me, Josh, and then Colton, kind of around the table that you guys cannot see. Um, but then at the end, we will join forces to make the consensus top 15 most anticipated films for the Friends and Film podcast. Um, so let's get into it. Before we get into our top 15, uh, we do all have some honorable mentions we want to mention. Uh, I've got about five of them. I'll just run through very quickly. Wreck-It Ralph 2. I love the first one, so second one obviously is high on my anticipation bar. A Wrinkle in Time, trailers looked cool. Ava DuVernay as the director. Venom is an honorable mention because I just don't know if I can trust Sony yet. <laughs> if I had seen something or, or, Ruben Fleischer. or Ruben Fleischer. I mean, I have all the faith in Tom Hardy and his how he, how he picks and chooses his projects. But this one, I'm just being a little reserved so far. Uh a movie I believe Josh will probably talk about, Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's oh. Wes Anderson. It looks really good. I just saw the trailer again today. And then one that may surprise people, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is an album mentioned for me. Uh, yeah. I liked the first Ant-Man, didn't love it, and I'm hoping with Peyton Reed on for the full um, time in production, as well as getting more of Angeline Lilly, that this one will surpass the original Josh. Touche. Okay. Well, um, all right. So my honorablest of honorable mentions goes to Slenderman. It's it's just the premise, okay? okay? The faceless child strangler in the forest, I guess, is the is the Slenderman movie. Or yeah. the legend anyway. So um so I'm eager to see that. Okay. Uh, then next we have Oceans Eight. I I've got one trailer for it. Mm-hmm. I love the cast, but there's just no momentum behind it, and there's a lot of other films that we've got up here. And then my third and last honorable mention is New Mutants. I I love the idea of it. I love where it's going, but X-Men still kind of just like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, but they're genreizing, and this would really just kind of sell me for it. Okay. And those are my honorable mentions. All right, uh, my honorable mentions in no particular order are Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Hmm? Um, it's just a big blockbuster movie. It could go either way for me. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sold on it quite yet, but you know, I'm Touché. still eager to see it. Uh, the New Mutants, actually. I figured mm-hmm. you guys would be talking about that, so I won't go into it in too much detail, but 
uh, yeah, there's not really much I know about this movie yet. I just like it looks cool from the trailer. So, yeah, um, this one's going to get you guys. Creed 2 is an honorable mention. Um, okay. I did like the first one. I have only seen it once, though. So probably on a repeat viewing, this would oh. probably jump up my list. But for now, I'm going to stick it in my honorable mentions okay. and not talk about it anymore because I know you guys will cover that later. <laughs> yeah. um, Annihilation Maybe. is another honorable mention. It's the next movie mm. from Alex Garland, um, who did Ex Machina, which was one of the mm-hmm. better movies of 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, expect uh, more from the same. Uh, we have Robin Hood as oh, an honorable okay. mention. The I, yeah. Karen Edgerton uh, movie. Jamie Foxx, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, should be... I think it'll be better than the Ridley Scott one because that one was a bit of a downer, honestly, back when that came out in, <laughs> what was it, 2013, 14? I think it was before that. It was 2010, I think. I think it was 2010, yeah. yeah. Um, Aquaman is actually an honorable mention as well. Mm-hmm. I can't get behind any DC movie at this moment that doesn't <laughs> have a Neither Patty can... Jenkins as the director, I guess. <laughs> they so just burned you too many times. That's why it's just an honorable mention. So, uh, yeah, The Jungle Book, actually. Okay. And the Andy Serkis one. Mowgli with, now. Yeah, with Christian yeah. Bale. Oh, yeah, they call it, they're calling it Mowgli mm-hmm. now. But, yeah, um, that one should be exciting. Uh, it's, the reason it's an honorable mention is because we just got one of these. So I don't really know what they're going to do with the story. Mm-hmm. That's going to make it stand out that mm-hmm. much more. Oh. And then uh, my last honorable mention is... Um, Bit of a guilty pleasure. Uh, Johnny English 3. Oh, my gosh. Um, I loved the first one. <laughs> I haven't watched it in years, but uh, from what I remember, I had a blast watching that as a kid. So I don't remember the second one that much, but to see him back on the big screen, man, it's going to be something special. Okay. Those are our honorable mentions. Oui. I, will, <laughs> I will, I guess, kickstart our actual lists here Go with for it. number 15. And again, we're going 15 through 11 to start. And my number 15 is none other than Deadpool 2. Mm. The sequel to, obviously, the R-rated uh, action comedy that kind of swept the nation last year. Uh, it's back. Well, I guess in 2018. It'll be two yes. years ago. But basically, uh, this one is getting a summer release date. So Fox is obviously betting big on it to make as much money as it did back in its February release date. This time they have David Leach directing who's coming off Atomic Blonde, but also the first John Wick. More excited for him based on John Wick than Atomic Blonde, but if he can do a, one, a one-shot fight sequence with Deadpool that he did with Charlize and Atomic Blonde, uh, could be one of the highlights of next year. But also, you know, we're getting Josh Brolin's cables as he beats his domino. The whole rest of the cast is coming back. Uh, plus, you know, we're getting Julian Dennison over from Hunt for the Wilder People is joining. So yeah. it's got all the makings to be great. But I just didn't love that first trailer because it wasn't actually like a real trailer. I wanted to actually <laughs> see what this movie is um, before I get too hyped for it. So that's it's a little conservative down at 15. That's where I'm going to start it off. Um, then number 14, I have Annihilation. Oh. The movie Colton just mentioned in his honorable mentions. Yeah. Again, directed by Alex Garland. has got Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Gina Rodriguez, plus Oscar Isaac in a coma. So, <laughs> you know... It's got it's got a really great cast, a great director. There's some production issues with it currently, but oh snap, what are they? Basically, it's that the studio doesn't believe in it, <laughs> like it's getting sold to oh, Netflix, kind them. of, um, because they think it's maybe a little too intellectual for regular audiences. But Ooh. if if that's the case, then I think I'll like, I like think I'll like it even yeah. more because Garland uh, 
way surpassed expectations with Ex Machina, so I think he'll do so again with Annihilation. That movie just came out of nowhere. I remember oh, yeah. back in 2015. Uh, then number 13, I have Tomb Raider, uh, really because of Alicia Vikander. Big fan of her, also from Ex Machina. That's where I first I was introduced to her, as far as I believe. Um, but also, you know, the cast around her, we get Walton Goggins as the villain. Daniel Wu looks like a fun sidekick. Uh, and I'm you know, I'm not a fan of the video games. I never really played them or anything. But the trailer was intriguing enough to knock it into my top 15. Then number 12 is kind of an outlier on my list, but it's First Man. It's Damien Chazelle's movie mm-hmm. um, about Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Starring Ryan Gosling, Jason Clark, Kyle Chandler, Corey Stoll, Claire Foy, John Bernthal, and more. It's got such a good cast. And Chazelle, in the two years he's directed a movie, have, he's directed movies that have been top ten. Um, in, in Whiplash's case, I think like a top five, top three movie. So him doing anything is going to intrigue me. I just yeah, yeah. I, may, I may be a little weary how he's going to do without the musical element as far as i believe maybe he's going to throw some jazz in there somehow but uh <laughs> you know i'm just interested to see what he's going to do next and then at 11 i have aquaman uh directed by james wan has got a great cast but you know dc i didn't love justice league wonder woman was awesome but can james wan do for aquaman aquaman what patty jenkins did for wonder woman i don't know yet we'll have to wait and see and since we haven't actually seen anything from a marketing standpoint, it's hard to get super on board for this movie, um, especially since it is like a complete year away. Like it doesn't come out till next December. So that's where I'm standing for 15 through 11. Josh, what do you have? Okay, well, I'm gonna. I mean, I, I can't really say any more than you did, but First Man is number 15 for me. Okay. Damien Chazelle, Ryan Gosling, uh, John Berthal, uh, Claire Foy, like you said, like just a fantastic cast. And I don't know if you did you say Jason Clark or yep. uh, Corey Stoll. Yeah, just phenomenal people. Yeah. I'd like uh, to say really quick, I would like to add that to my list as well. I did not realize that <laughs> was coming out this upcoming year. So, yeah, anything with Damien Chazelle after La La Land mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, Whiplash. He's got yeah. me in the theater right. when I mean, he comes out with a movie, just yeah. like all the other great directors out there. Yeah, you got to pivot back towards Whiplash to get, like, the drama element. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just whatever these guys – I mean, I can't imagine what the film's going to be like. No. Anyway, uh, but number 14 is one I – you had to like do some digging to find, but once I found it, I was like, "This is this is probably one of be this this is primed to be one of my favorite movies because it has one of my favorite celebrity couples in it. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are in starring in a horror movie together yeah. called A Quiet Place. Yeah, is Krasinski's he, directing it. That's his directorial debut, then, right? Uh, no, he directed uh, um, some family movie with yeah. Anna Kendrick and yes, I can't remember what it's called. But I liked Meet it. the Helperts? Meet the... <laughs> no, it's an office oh. spinoff or something. No, what is it? Oh, gosh. I think I know what you're talking I can't, about. I'll, I'll look it up yes, while it's you it's a family drama. But anyway, it. the entire film is just this gorgeous nature movie, you think, until they all sit down to pray, and this is family in the woods out on a farm, and then they sit down to pray, and then all of a sudden they're communicating through sign language. You're like, oh, this could be really cool. A family dealing with horrors who are mute. Then you realize, no, they're being quiet because there's something outside that if they speak or make any noise, will just rampage through their house and destroy them. And, you know, I, the trailer is great. It looks like there's some, like, light, like lighting, and there's, like, rope lights and light bulb lights, and they all of a sudden just turn red, and there's just so many really cool elements, mm-hmm. I think. And also, this also looks like the movie that audiences wanted It Comes at Night to be. Yeah. Because it's actually going to all things 
pointing to it actually revealing a some kind of monster sweet monster or something. Yeah. Like just which is what they wanted in the gash in the wall that's mm-hmm. splintering wood and I, I just looks stellar. Yeah, the movie was The Hollers. The Hollers, yes. I knew it was an H. Yeah, <laughs> close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, 13, Incredibles 2. We don't have a lot on this movie. I think I'll probably, I think it'll ultimately be a top 10 if it comes anywhere close to the first one, you know, throughout the year, mm-hmm. depending on what springs up, what I like, what I don't like. But Brad Bird um, is bringing this thing back. And it just has a phenomenal cast. I'm super high on Holly Hunter right now. I just finally got to the big sick. So, um, and it's been said that she takes over the lead in this Mm -hmm. film. So I'm so stoked to um, see where it goes. Sam Jackson is back as Frozo. I mean, honey, where's my super suit is so iconic. (laughs) You know, uh, I can't, yeah, I cannot wait um, to get back into that world. Uh, number 12, I won't say much because I know this one is a little bit lower for me than it may be everyone else, but I've got Black Panther here. Um, superhero movies, I love them to death, but I like a lot of difference along my palette, but Black Panther looks like it's shaping up to be one of Marvel's uh, most cinematically gorgeous films under the direction of Ryan Coogler. Um, and the, the cast, you, and you could go on and on for days about, uh, but yes, look, it's looking stellar. Um, at number 11, I've got Deadpool two for all the reasons, uh, Cooper mentioned a little bit ago, the cast is stacked from Brolin to Zazie Beetz. Um, of course, Ryan Reynolds is back as well. And then, I mean, Julian Dennison, once you watch him in Hunt for the Wilder People, you want to put him in like any movie uh, everywhere. So uh, I'm stoked to see uh, what the Merc with the Mouth has to say. I thought the trailer for it was whole, like just diehard hilarious, even though it wasn't a trailer, but it just, it's the return of Deadpool. Yeah. So uh, I'm great for that. And then especially Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, go cool. for it. All right. My number 15 introduces... The man you cannot lose with, Tom Cruise. Ooh. Tom Cruise. Uh, Mission Impossible 6. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, you hey, okay, hold okay. on. You haven't even seen Mission yeah. Impossible, so you can't okay, groan at so, them. All right. Uh, this franchise, you know, it feels like it's been going on too long, but the last two movies have been the best two movies in the whole franchise. Okay. So, and especially five really surprised me. I liked it a lot. So, um, I'm also just excited to see Rebecca Ferguson back. And her role that we enter that basically an audience was introduced to her mm-hmm. through. So um, yeah, and then of course the Golden Boy himself, Mister Tom Cruise. <laughs> Can't lose with him. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my number fifteen. I don't know much about it. I know Henry Cavill's in it with a mustache. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my number fourteen. I actually just realized that these this first set is different from all of your guys's. <laughs> yeah, fourteen. Possibly end up being higher, but right now I have Ready Player One at 14. Oh. Uh, the book has to be popular for a reason. Mm-hmm. I never read it, but I'm assuming it's good because a lot of people are freaking out about this. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of like the whole movie just being a mesh up of like 80s nostalgia and stuff in the story. Um, the character animation does throw me off a little bit just because it's not that it's not cool or whatever. It's just that I don't know how that's going to be for like a full movie. Like, I, yeah. It's yeah. Just, like some CGI like that always scares me a little bit. It's gonna skirt the uncanny valley. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna come super close. Yeah. And when you said eighties nostalgia, mm-hmm. think Stranger Thing on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, yeah, they have like a lot of like in the trailers you see, like, I think you even see like Harley Quinn and Joker mm-hmm. at one point. Yep. So yeah, you're going to see like a lot of different things meshed in there. Um, but yeah, I'm expecting like a, a good adventure movie with some cleverness and inventiveness to it. So yeah, it's my number 14, 13. I have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh. Um, Ant-Man is actually on the lower end of Marvel movies for me. Um, but it has moments and, uh, like some of the action scenes are would be are fun concepts, you know. So I'm excited to see what they do with the sequel as well. I'm also a little worried they're going to play it kind of safe with Peyton Reed because him as a director, I'm not like big on yet. Because I just, I mean, he hasn't done anything to like blow me out of the water yet. So I mean, I just feel like we kind of already know what we're getting with this mm-hmm. movie. So That's a good point. it's kind of where it's kind of lower on it. But I mean, you know, it's still going to be a fun movie. So yeah. I got to include it on the list. Uh, number twelve, actually. <laughs> This is one I actually got pretty excited about when I saw that it was coming out. Um, Holmes and Watson. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Uh, we get yeah, a comedic yeah. take finally of, uh, well, not finally. I didn't really know I wanted this until I saw the, <laughs> the premise. Uh, Will Ferrell and John C. <laughs> Riley playing Sherlock and Watson. So um, the only thing that worries me is the director, Eaton Cohen. I think that's mm-hmm. how you say his first name. It's not that he's bad. He did write Tropic Thunder, which I did enjoy a lot. Oh, that's great. But he's also he's responsible for kind of run of the mill comedies like get hard, which was fine. You mm-hmm. know, like when we saw it, we enjoyed it, but like you kind of want more from a Will Ferrell movie. Maybe a lot of people are, would argue that you don't haven't been getting that lately with yeah. him. But that being said, um, I kind of want to see the movie set to a higher standard with this concept and these characters. Mm-hmm. So I am expecting what should be a great comedy, hopefully <laughs> yeah. one of the best of the year, but we'll, we'll have to see. I think we'll it comes out in November. I, I know it's later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number 11, which I don't think anyone's mentioned yet, and I know you guys, hearing you guys on the podcast in the past are a little iffy on this one, but X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> iffy, to um, put it lightly. <laughs> with, the, with the whole plot I read about, um, it feels like we've gotten the story before with The Last Stand, which is what worries me the most. Um, but I'm also looking forward to like possibly a better iteration of that, mm-hmm. um, which I believe we'll get here. The cast is great. I'm just looking for them to kind of erasing prior mistakes with apocalypse because like apocalypse left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth when it came to x-men movies <laughs> yeah. so i'm kind of looking for them to maybe i mean they'll probably do it with new mutants but with these actual characters that we got in apocalypse i'm looking forward to having a better x-men movie with them in it mm-hmm. so that's why that's my number 11 and plus it comes out like november season two so like, yeah it'll be like one of the top movies that month that comes out mm-hmm. so i think yeah. it'll be i think Oh no, because Aquaman. It's the second December, to last right? superhero movie yeah. of next year, but or of this year it, coming it's, year. It's uh, Kinberg directing, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Directorial so debut. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that too, just to see how what he does brings mm-hmm. to the table. So yeah, uh, so that brings us to my number ten. Going through ten through seven is what we're doing now. Uh, my number ten is movie Josh mentioned earlier, Ocean's Eight. Yeah, I'm a he- really big fan of the original Clooney, Damon, Pitt, you know, trilogy, um, and this one it's got just as good of an all-star cast, um, but it also has Gary Ross directing it, who's responsible for uh, three really good to great Hunger Games movies, but also um, <laughs> just one. Yeah. Um, no, he's only done one. He did the first one. Oh, who, oh I'm thinking of uh, Francis, Francis Thoris. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's responsible for one great ocean or not oceans movie, <laughs> Hunger Games movie. Yes, there we go. Um, but he is a really talented director, and I'm excited to see what he is going to do with this cast. The trailer I really liked, just because it brought me back 
to the ocean's feel. It, it had the same Soderbergh nature to it, but it didn't mm-hmm. feel like a replica or it didn't feel like somebody just trying to match the style. It felt natural and it felt like it should be part of this world, which is reassuring to me because it doesn't be like, oh, well, we have this idea for an all-female heist movie, but we can't get it made, so let's call it Oceans and that way we can make it. Like, No, it feels like this should actually be an Oceans movie and not just like a no non ip known uh female heist movie so i'm yeah. i'm excited to see what it's going to bring to the table mm-hmm. uh then number 9 i have a movie we talked about last week on the podcast as well sicario 2 soldado yeah yeah i mean sicario was just so good um mm-hmm. it's it, it may be a little worrying that we don't have denny or deacons or blunts but we still have del toro and brolin and Taylor Sheridan wrote it, and he's been saying that it makes the first movie look like a comedy. So, I mean, if this <laughs> is going that dark, I don't know what to expect other than to be just, like, kind of blown away by it. And the trailer, again, it didn't feel just like a, a movie that wanted to be Sicario 2. It felt like it actually was a second movie in the Sicario universe. It felt the exact same way Sicario did. It had the same score. It looked the same way. And I can't wait to see Del Toro's character uh, with no rules, no laws, yeah. go completely unhinged. And I think that's going to be really exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Then number eight, I have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, uh, wow. That trailer has stuck with me because it's just it was so cool and different that I didn't know I wanted that movie until I saw the trailer. And now I'm just like thinking of all different possibilities. It has a really good voice cast with Shamik Moore, Leif Schreiber, Mahershala Ali, and then Brian Tyler Henry or Brian uh, Tyree Henry. And, you know, I'm just excited to see what Sony's going to do in the animation department, even though I may not trust them live action. Uh, <laughs> I think they can do something really creative in the animated department and really do uh, a really special superhero movie that we don't really get to see that often in the animated form on the big screen with super cool visuals and it's produced by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of faith in those two guys alone. So I'm really excited for that. And then rounding out this section of my list will be at number seven, Creed 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was kind of iffy on, uh, not iffy, but I was less excited for it when Stallone was directing just because I don't know where he's what he's going to do with it. He's going to try to take it back to more of the Rocky vibe and more of focus on himself, or if he's actually going to let Jordan have the spotlight. But the fact that Jordan and Stallone gave the job to Stephen Cable Jr., and I really liked the land, I think it gives me all the right signs for where this movie is going to go. I still have some reservations about the whole Drago and his son coming back into the picture. It's like, how's that going? I don't want to see it just be like, here's Apollo versus Drago. Right. Ra- no round two. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't want, I want it to be more complicated than that. Yeah. And I want new villains too. Yeah. I mean, cause we got a great new one this mm-hmm. time around and he's, He's pretty kick butt, so why yeah. not get us somebody? So I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. And again, we have Tessa Thompson back too, and that's yes. this is the movie where I fell in love with her, the first one. So, uh, I mean, all the reasons in the world to be excited for Creed two, and that's why it's number seven on my list. Josh, okay, um, so number ten, and this is a little bit lower um, than I thought I would go for a Spielberg movie, but I've got Ready Player One right there. Uh, it looks like the the Warner Brothers movie of the century. I mean, just mm-hmm. everything is coming to collide into this film. Spielberg said that he wants this to be a movie where 
everyone of any age can point to the screen and say, Hey, I know that or be Captain America be like, I get that reference, you know? So it's, it's shaping up to be something like mega. Um, premise is so cool. VR is like, you know, a thing now. So like it's super timely and, um, getting lost in like a second world, uh, just seems so cool. And I was so, um, encouraged by the second trailer, uh, that it's not going to be all in the Oasis, Mm-hmm. So that the 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 um, CG won't be, it'll be prominent and it'll probably be like two thirds of the movie. But there's also a lot of things going on in the real world um, where we can, you know, see Wade Watts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and how his life is shaping up and out. Um, number nine, and this is one that I don't have a lot to go on, other than okay. it's one of my favorite directors. It's Shane Black's The Predator. Uh, we know nothing about the movie other than its cast, and it, there's going to be a predator in the movie. But we've got <laughs> Olivia Munn, Jacob Tremblay, Sterling K. Brown is there, Boyd Holbrook, who I just am still so high on after his Logan performance mm-hmm. um, early last year. And then, of course, Keegan-Michael uh, Kay is there. Edward James Olmos is going to show up and do some stuff. So there's so much potential for people to do a lot of kick-butt things. Uh, I, you know, I'm ready for a, I'm ready for a good old-fashioned monster blow-up movie <laughs> so that's what i've got there um number eight something i'll just kind of slightly gloss over because i know it's going to be talked about a little bit later but i've got avengers affinity oh board gosh. there um i'm just so at least uh, at least it's in your top 10 i guess yeah 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 yeah. see top 10 this was so hard for me because Ugh. my top my top 10 is like honestly any any day of the week probably very interchangeable I'm not even kidding. Okay. All right. Number seven, though, and don't hate me. Um, I've got God Particle. It's okay. it, or allegedly God Particle. Um, it's the third Cloverfield movie. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be Julius Onan's feature film debut. A uh, director whose stuff I haven't seen before, but we've got a new guy with fresh ideas, a great new ways to work with people. But we've got a cast that goes from Elizabeth Debicki to Chris O'Dowd, Daniel Bruhl, uh, David Oyelowo, Olelo. Well, yellow o. Yes, he's Martin <laughs> Luther. Guy? Martin yeah. Luther King. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Um, yes. And also uh, in the Gringo film with Charlie yeah. Theron as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, okay. that looks good, but it didn't make he me. He was also in Interstellar, just like. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he gets really old, yeah. and they're like, "Why didn't you?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "I didn't," because. And then we're like, "Okay." <laughs> no, let's reenact the entire movie of Interstellar right now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you think we could do it? Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no way. Okay. All right, anyway, it's. I mean, when. 10 Cloverfield Lane got sprung on us in the aftermath of The Force Awakens. It's like, this is the perfect, you know, palate cleanser for sci-fi this year. Um, and totally loved it. Uh, so I just can't wait to see what their new take on, or their, their genre, not genre-fying sci-fi, but just putting twists on, you know, myths and stories that we've heard before. Uh, so yeah, that is 10 through 7. All right. Uh, my t- number 10 is going to be a movie that Cooper briefly touched on already. It's uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Um, so as a lot of people um, have the same opinion as me, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel character um, for good reason. Uh, and this is going to give us a whole new take on the universe. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller's involvement also has me very excited about yeah. it. Um, and just the animation style looks really cool. Trailer looked great so that's why it's 10 i don't know much else about it so it's no it has like a december release yep. right so mm-hmm. yeah looking forward to that one uh number nine 
I have Jennifer Lawrence and Francis Lawrence's teaming up of Red Sparrow. Oh, yeah. They work so well together with Catching Fire and the Mockingjay films that uh, I'm very excited to see them come back. I think the trailer looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks like a nice action thriller that's going to surprise and creep up on people this year that they might not see it coming. Yeah, that, that one just missed my list. Yeah, Joel Edgerton, too, right? Yep. Yeah, he's in yeah. it as well. I just expect another great performance all around the board. Um, especially from Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully this will get her back up in the spotlight a little more because she's been kind of under it for a while now. I don't know. It's like she just had that peak yeah. of her fame, and then she just kind of hasn't been heard from since, like, Mother. No one's really saw that. Yep. So um, I saw it. Yeah, we all <laughs> saw it, but <laughs> a lot of people didn't. So, um, yeah, I just expect a story filled with uh, some great action and maybe even some twists and – just like a, a well-made movie, I guess, mm-hmm. with uh, them, them two teaming up again. So, yeah, it's got me reason for excite, excitement there. Uh, number eight, I have Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, after the great, clever, and underrated first film, we're finally getting a sequel that's going to pack a lot more in. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't like sitting there like, oh, man, I can't wait for a sequel to Wreck-It Ralph. But just hearing about some mm-hmm. of the stuff that's come out of it, with like all the new characters that they're going to be throwing into it, like Disney characters, old and new, mm-hmm. yeah. as well as like Star Wars characters and stuff. Just anything basically Disney has a hand in. Yep, it's going to be great. <laughs> like the premise is awesome. Um, I expect like a really clever and entertaining and hilarious mm-hmm. like movie that could end up being a Disney classic. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really. Uh, I almost like kind of struggled to put it here at eight because <laughs> eight. I almost like just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it, I almost want to put it in the top three. Oh wow! But it's just like, or at least top five, mm-hmm. just because like the premise is so great. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I'm having it at eight because I haven't really seen anything about mm-hmm. it yet. So, and uh, also, I guess this isn't really a knock on it, but animated movies kind of lose their steam a little bit the older you get. But that being said, it's not like uh, for me in particular. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I say so it. I mean, I like, argue they get stronger. It's, like, it's not like. It's going to be good to... We're going to be able to appreciate this one out of all the animated movies coming out. So Yeah, I hear that. I mean, okay. I yeah, agree. I just, there's percent. some other ones that I'm a little more excited about at this time, but mm-hmm. I expect this to be one of the best animated yeah, movies. Yeah. One of, the, one of the rationale for my list is based on of marketing we've seen and what we haven't yeah. seen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting momentum for it is yeah. kind of hard to muster up when you don't have... Yeah. You know, some corporate. Right. We haven't seen mar- any, know, marketing. any trailers. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, I think there was like a little thing shown at D23, but we still have not seen yeah. really much of anything. Nope. So just one poster and a, it's a new title. Yeah, yeah. It's tough for me to like describe. Like, I didn't really mean it. Like, I don't get excited for animated movies. It's just like, it's hard to explain, but like, cause we <laughs> no, haven't. No, not here. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's not f- like, it's not like a Toy Story forging sequel or something. Yeah. Right. Forging a relationship with digital animated yeah. characters outside of, you know, what you did in your childhood yeah. is hard. But I, I think probably the difference for like Wreck-It Ralph 2 versus like, if there's like a new Smurfs movie coming out next year is you saw the first Wreck-It Ralph and you really liked it. Plus it's yeah. Disney. We've confidence in them. I've still only seen it once, but I own it. Right. So but it's like, it's a really, it's a really good yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, there's no reason to believe that this won't be great. So, yeah, yeah. Number seven, I actually have Sicario Two Soldado. The thought of this movie I was excited about originally, but I didn't really think we needed a sequel. Ugh. That is until I saw the trailer. <laughs> yes. and then I was like, okay, what a I'm trailer, on board dude. With this, yeah. So uh, yeah, Taylor Sheridan returning to write the write <clears> the movie. <throat> um, 
it just coming off of giving us one of the best movies of 2017, mm-hmm. uh, Wind River. So just him coming back and arguably the best part of Sicario for me was Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Um, so him coming back as well, just like centering the story around him. Mm-hmm. And also what you said about um, his, his remarks, like Sheridan's remarks mm-hmm. about uh this making Sicario look like a comedy. Yeah. That has me very intrigued to say the <laughs> least. Um, so I'm excited to see where they take the story and I expect it to, an intense thrill ride and maybe I should be worried. I don't know because <laughs> be I might get scarred from this movie, but we'll see. All right. That's my seven. That awesome. is possible. Uh, so that brings us to our six through four section. And for my number six, you can't lose with Cruz. Mission Impossible Six, really? number six. I'm surprised. This, I mean, I didn't expect you to include that. Oh yeah, I mean, I love the Mission Impossible movies, all of them. Even you know the first ones, which aren't as great, they're still good and enjoyable movies. And it's a really, it's a real, it's a really fun marathon. Man, if only. I mean, I've been on him for a year or more to watch <laughs> these movies, and he just won't do it because he hates Tom Cruise. I don't. Ha- I mean, listen, you I saw just the Mummy though, didn't you? I saw the That's Mummy. That's probably why he hates Tom Cruise. You know, it's like <laughs> any Tom Cruise movie. Any Cruise movie. Was, like, no, it was bad. Well, his, I show up to. I, think his, I just end up being terrible. Yeah, his his last two Tom Cruise experiences Jack are Reacher, Jack never Reacher and Never Go Back and the Mummy. Two bad movies in the American last like, ten years, probably. Okay, American, American Made. Made was okay. Was yeah. I appreciated the story, and I'm like, that's the role I think he's, you know, supposed to be in. Yeah, when he's not being an action superstar for Mission Impossible. But, but then it had Donald Gleason, so I just, I, you know, I kind of <laughs> fed off of him too. He was just so. Good. He is great in the movie, but like, you know, Mission, Mission Impossible Six, like, Colton's already gone over a lot of this stuff. But having Christopher McQuarrie back, he's the first director to direct two Mission Impossible movies. Um, Tom Cruise, he just doesn't age. He is still one of the biggest movie yeah. stars in the world. Still does his own stunts. He broke his ankle or his foot or something on this movie, leaping across the building, oh, yeah, and like so that's not even he like smiled while doing. That's it. not even like the big action sequence. Like he he jumped from a building, fell into the wall of another building, and still climbed up to finish the shot with a broken ankle. Oh. So they didn't have to retake it. Like that's how much of a pro this guy is, and. I can't wait to see what huge, crazy action sequence they've dreamt up now after, you know, flying off the side of a plane and you know, <laughs> just climbing all over the side of the yeah. world's tallest building in the world. Like these movies yeah. are, like you could pro- probably compare them to kind of like Fast and Furious, where they've gone now, just being so over the top and ridiculous. But Mission Impossible doesn't go to the extremes that. It's the so Fast and Furious does, where it's like, yeah. oh, here's a submarine coming out of the, the, the bottom of the ice, and like the rock is you know, grabbing torpedoes. Like, yeah. no, it's none of that. <laughs> it's just, it's just Tom Cruise being cool, and you know, again, Rebecca Ferguson's in there, Henry Cavill, Michelle Monaghan comes back for the first time since the third movie. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think there's a lot of interesting stuff they could do here, and I, I've just been intrigued the whole time, and I can't wait to see a trailer for this movie. Minority Report. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Directed by Spielberg, too. See, yeah. that's a, it's a winning combo. Yeah, you know, Tom Cruise is in a lot of good movies. Um, but number five, then, is a movie that Colton, I believe, was in his honorable mentions. Ooh. Let me check. No. Yes, it was in his honorable mentions. The New Mutants, number five. Wow. Yeah, I knew you were going to love it. It's yeah. the, that trailer. It was exactly what what everybody talks about when we talk about superhero fatigue is you got to do something new. You got to do something different. And this is exactly what New Mutants is doing. They're going the horror genre. And even as somebody who's not a horror fan, like this intrigues me so much because of that 
kind of element they've thrown in, but also when you have a cast that features Anya Taylor-Joy, who's incredible, Charlie Heaton off Stranger Things is incredible, Maisie Williams, incredible, and Alice Braga, who's like super underrated, that's great. Plus, you know, they have the two kind of newcomers, Blue Hunt and Henry Zaga. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see what they do and hopefully do it really well because of the Fox Disney deal. Who knows if this is going to be a franchise or if this thing ends after one movie or what happens with these characters. So if they only get one shot at it, potentially, I want it to be <laughs> super good. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, that was a great single horror New Mutants movie. That way, if, if Disney ends it, it's like, okay, that's cool. Because if it sucks, it's like, oh, man don't feel like i got the good the best version of that but mm-hmm. if it if it's great and it ends cool but if it's great and it continues on even better yeah if if, if it makes like it's 600 million dollars oh yeah oh man they'll you, be in business there's hope for that place just yet you know i mean they have of... a they have a trilogy in mind so i want to see the beginning of this trilogy potentially yeah, yeah, yeah. uh then end this section at number 4 incredible's 2 Ooh. a movie i was telling josh i almost accidentally left off my list because i was just like i forgot to add it to my list initially and i'm you know very glad that i caught that mistake so i could include it here because the first incredibles is you know incredible i mean it's you know pun intended but i mean it's just so good it's a movie i watched countless times as a child Mm -hmm. Uh, i remember getting it for my birthday and watching like the bloopers deleted scenes and like the one kid's like naked on his like on his tricycle and you're like oh what this is so dumb and funny but like it works and i can't wait to see what they do with this cast now and these characters because now like you mentioned that josh like it's gonna be holly hunter's um elastic girl front and center this time that's cool the the teaser didn't do much of anything other than be like hey look jack jack has a bunch of different powers right. cool i already kind of knew that but i want to see what they're doing they brought back the original cast uh but also added katherine keener and bob odenkirk so mm-hmm. i'm guessing they're like villains or something but i uh, i mean this all this movie also is said to like introduce like 30 other superheroes like in the background of in this universe so like they're just gonna like you know, kind of expand just it. expand this like tenfold, and I can't wait to see what they do there because it's Pixar. Pixar's pretty, pretty great in their track record, and I don't think they'll screw up a sequel uh, to Incredibles, one of their most beloved movies. And I think they'll give us another one that is really, really good. On top of that, who, who voices Bob? Bob Parr. That's Craig. Uh, yeah, Craig. Yeah, T. Craig T. Nelson. Okay. So that's my right. four. Okay, so I start at six, right? Six through four, yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, Colton, not Cooper, already <laughs> mentioned this. Uh, Wreck It Ralph two, Ralph breaks the internet. Um, I was just absolutely blown away with the first one. I think I saw it like it was like the first movie I like. I did like a like a three take in the theater for. Oh wow! And I was like seventeen at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it was just super cool. It was it was like one of the first Disney animation movies that I had seen. I'm in like. Uh, yeah, because it was Tangled and then this kind of in this rotation before Frozen popped up and then just mm-hmm. Disney's animation exploded yeah. again. Like, you know, yeah. it's second coming or fifth coming or whatever the case is. <laughs> but this one was just uh, incredible because there were all of these tropes and like, you know, hilarious things going on. There was like Sonic and uh, just creating the world of video games, of arcade games was super cool. And now the Emoji Movie tried to steal Wreck-It Ralph <laughs> Thunder and they they couldn't do it. But now here we are with 
Ralph getting to the internet. And like, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit, I scrolled through IMD's cast list and spoiled some of it for myself, but what's coming up and what's going to be packed into this movie? It's like Kingdom Hearts. It's like, you know, it's Disney's like Kingdom Hearts movie. And, uh, but lovable, uh, lovable Wreck-It Ralph with John C. Riley voicing uh, him and Sarah Silverman as, uh, so his, uh, best friend, you know, um, so, so happy for that. I really, I really hope fix it. Felix with, uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Sergeant Jack, um, something, the, the, the voice actor Jack for him, Mc... Jack McBrayer, yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is, is one of my favorite people from 30 rock and yeah. just from that movie. And, uh, I just can't wait to enjoy it again, but, oh yeah. Um, the Sergeant from the alien shooting bug yeah. game as well. Yeah. Like, okay, they're married. She has to be back. So yeah, yeah. I just, it was just such a delightful movie. Um, that I can't wait for the second one mm-hmm. and to see mm-hmm. where it leads and what it has to say. Um, number five, and you got—I can't believe there's some there's some shade thrown by Sony. I just I'm not about it. But listen, Venom, Spider-Man is the best superhero ever. Venom is the second best, first best anti-hero ever. The first best. First best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, just hang hang with me here. And I am just all about this cast. Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Woody Harrelson, probably. Probably Carnage. Yeah. Wiz Ahmed, uh, Jenny Slate's in there as well. And I just really think we're going to get the Venom movie that should have been Spider-Man 3. But this time they're like, Venom is too big for, you know, a, a secondary villain. First, second villain, whatever the yeah. case is. Third, third tier villain, yeah. Yeah, don't pack him in with three other people. Come on, that's awfully, that's just awful. But now they're going to be like, all right, let's give him his own thing. We've got to build our Spider-Verse, you know. Um, I think that's what they're calling it, right? I, they don't, I don't, I don't think they have a name. They're, them and DC, they're like, we don't have a name. Got it. Call it whatever <laughs> you want. There, there's also been rumors about Tom Holland showing up in this one, right? Yes. So Allegedly. Yeah. They've been very, uh, very cagey about it. You. So yeah, I mean, all all the implications for this, and then it, uh, if it builds up to a Spider-Man Homecoming th- or Spider-Man three, his mm-hmm. third film features a fight with Venom or whatever the case is, it's gonna be so earned and it's gonna mean so much. Uh, and it is the it is one of the highlights of the superhero movies right now. Uh, there's plenty of highlights, but this is this is one of them um, for me. Uh, that was number five. So when yep. I go number, number four, four yep. um, Sicario two, Soledado. Uh, just Denny Villeneuve is is like one of my top three favorite working directors right now. His visuals stun, and now he's he's not gone. His his presence is so felt. Um, Stefano Solomano Solomana is definitely carrying the torch, but uh, Taylor has definitely got this. Like you guys said it before, he's trying to make the last movie look like a comedy. It's succeeding, and it's already done it with that trailer. I mean, uh, Brolin telling Del Toro no rules, and didn't look like I didn't. I thought Del Toro was like not going by rules earlier. You right. know, <laughs> when he just when he uh, he doesn't parachute in there, but when he just goes rogue over the border and then just mm-hmm. wastes everyone at that compound. So cool, and yeah, you guys did say we're missing Emily Blunt. That that really hurts because she was like the she was the course, like the center of that movie, because everything that they were doing to win to fight back was from her eyes, and then she really like that's how we realized oh we can't do this by the book or mm-hmm. that what that's the movie's premise. We're gonna have to go off off the book. So now we're off the book here, uh, and it just. 
just looks so good. I mean, I, there's so many like little mysteries in there too and complications. It looks like there's jihadists or ISIS agents. I mean, like in, in the in the time frame for this movie right now with everything we have like politically going on, it's just like this movie is just going to like, you know, be like lobbing a, a flare into a lumber yard, you know, <laughs> and it's going to just spark up and I am... I'm so ready to watch that blaze. Okay, that was dark. All right. Colton, go for it, man. All right. Uh, my number six is going to be Black Panther. Yeah. So um, he was actually my favorite character from Civil War, and we finally get to see him in his first solo movie. So what's not to get excited about mm-hmm. with that? Um, I love the look that they're giving him in the trailer. Like that, I don't know what they're doing with his suit in that one scene where he just walks up at the end and it's like purplish. Yeah, I have no it's idea. It's cool, though. Fighting style is great. Just you saw a little bit of it in Civil War. That was some of the highlights for me. Yeah. And a movie filled with highlights. So, yeah, just the fighting style. I'm excited to see a whole new side of the Marvel Universe taking place on Earth. We've seen, like, Thor and Guardians doing their own thing. But this one's taking place on Earth, and it's giving us a whole new look at the Marvel Universe in that in that front. Um, Also excited to see how it's going to lead into Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ryan Coogler coming off of Creed, so there's no reason to doubt the quality of the movie. And um, also, just a little side note, we get to see Daniel Kaluuya in yeah. another film after Get Out. And, I mean, he was in Sicario as well, so he's mm-hmm. been in two... He, he's delivered two great performances, so I don't know how big of a character he is in this one, but just to see him coming off of Get Out, which was one of the most underrated performances of the whole year yeah. of 2017. So it'll be good to see him back in another movie. My number five is Venom as well. Yes. Oh, so, so happy for you. Um, rumors have gone on about this movie for years now. And now that it's finally happening, I can't help but get really excited mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And also, it, it stars one of my favorite actors, if not my favorite actor working today, Tom Hardy. Whoa. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's also, it's my favorite. You called him an anti-hero. I'm yeah. going to say he's my favorite Marvel villain. Okay, fair enough. Um, anti-heroes acceptable as well but i'm, I'm calling him a <laughs> depends on your favorite this. run so yeah. it'll he'll definitely go the anti-hero route in this film but uh yeah just as far like a marvel villain and an r-rated or my favorite one in an r-rated setup story you know it's it's gonna be great michelle williams is also an interesting choice to join a superhero movie mm-hmm. um i usually equate her with oscar films yeah. so to see her join this one means that it should be decent i mean yeah. it, it drew her attention so yeah we'll see um, my my biggest problem with Spider-Man 3, it wasn't the corniness, it wasn't emo Peter, it wasn't any of the pelvic thrusts on the street, it was the best that they completely butchered the character of Venom in that movie. So I'm excited to see him be redeemed from what they did with him in Spider-Man 3 yeah. and actually deliver did, this time. You like just flat out hated Topher Grace's Venom or as I Eddie just, Brock? I hated the whole iteration of that. Okay. I'm a, I used to be somewhat of a Spider-Man three apologist in a way <laughs> yeah. because I loved that. I mm-hmm. loved the first two, the third one originally when I first saw it, I was like, even as a, even like, I think it was in like seventh grade when it came out, I, or I would have been like a freshman, I think, but going into the theater to see it, I was like, Oh, that was so awesome. Except for Venom. They should have <laughs> oh. done like, even back then I was still like, yeah. okay. I expected way more from Venom. Same and they kind of ruined him a little bit. Yeah. They made him a little crybaby when he's like, you know what you did to me? And yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> his mask keeps coming away. It's like, just let him. Yeah. I don't know. And then just the way he's defeated, it's just a quick little fight. And yeah. yeah. Throw a grenade in there. I'm like, yeah, Oh so no, come on. What? I make, I'm just, very excited to get that first look at Venom. Yeah. And how he's going to look. And Tom Hardy being involved. Just 
that that definitely like jumps up the excitement level for me a lot. It would probably be like closer to the bottom half of this list. Um, but with Tom Hardy, it's number five. Uh, number four, I have, you guys have both touched on this movie, but Deadpool 2 is actually Ooh. number four. The more I think about it, the more I get excited. Yeah. The marketing is starting to get in full swing. We've gotten some posters in that trailer. And uh, I think hearkening back to the success of the first one, the lead up to the movie with the marketing was one of the funnest moments of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm also equally excited for the marketing lead up to this one that we get in June. So we get a lot of marketing coming up in the coming months. So that's worthy of excitement <laughs> alone right. right there. So um, I'm, ex- I'm expecting like a rewatchable fourth wall breaking hilarious superhero movie, you know, just like the first one was. Um, I could even, I expect it to be better, honestly, than the first one. Really? Uh, yeah. The director, the action scenes are going to be better, I believe. Bigger budget. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just uh, they've had a while to like come up with, you know, some more jokes for him and stuff. And yeah, I don't remember what else I was going to mention, but yeah, I'm just You're excited, excited. For, uh, for sure. Comedy, uh, another one. All right. That's yeah. So that brings us into our top three. Again, we're going to go one by one around the table for these. Okay. Uh, for my number three, it's a movie you guys have both already mentioned. That being ready player one. I, this, Again, it's that that first trailer. I just loved it. I loved the look of it. I loved the feel of it. I loved the way that they're going about it. I think Spielberg is such the perfect director for this project that it's just like how I don't know how this is not going to work. You look like you're questioning me over there. Um, I'm going to get mad a little bit later here, but okay. No, okay. yes, I totally okay. agree. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> Great choice. <laughs> okay. Josh is giving me a side eye all of a sudden. Um, I was calculating. But He's going to leave out. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you guys are referring to, but uh, then uh, did I leave something? I may have missed something. I don't know. We'll find out, I no, guess. No, you're good. Um, you go. Go, come on. But yes, you ready? Play again, one? yeah. I mean, you guys already mentioned a bunch of it, but I mean, just the cast. And again, I want to give a a uh, shout out to Olivia Cook, who I just watched Meet Earl and Dying Girl again last week or two ago, mm-hmm. and she is so good in that movie um, that the combination of her and Ty Sheridan plus Ben Mendelsohn as the villain, um, Mark Rylance and Simon Pegg are also in this. I think it just has all the makings to be something really really special early next year i think he's like a cg character or something oh, so yeah him he, he's gonna be so fun yeah um, so that's my number three miller to some extent but i guess you know <laughs> yeah. well not we're not really gonna touch him right okay now. okay uh am i good yes okay right number three i have annihilation um i i just ex machina was such a smart film and it's really what put me over the top for Oscar Isaac, even before I'd seen The Force, Force Awakens. Awakens yeah. And once I saw The Force Awakens, I was like, this guy is the greatest man ever. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, he if I had to assemble a top five, he's definitely in the top five of working male actors right okay. now. Or under 30, but he's like close to, he's like 35 mm-hmm. or something like that, crazy, which is weird. But uh, he's there, he's in a coma, but that's fine. He's in the movie. Uh, Natalie Portman <laughs> is look at back. Him at least. <laughs> yeah, and Natalie Portman's back. Uh, she was great in Jackie, but um, she's, you know, she's back in the like, getting paid role here. Uh, so <laughs> I was so excited for that. Uh, Tessa Thompson's in there. Jennifer Jason Lee is in there as well. Um, Gina Rodriguez. So there's like, there's such a kick butt cast that are just going to have to navigate their way through the shimmer like and just everything surrounding this movie from the sound effects to every time we see the shimmer show up on screen to um 
the creatures that they're going to mutate. Like, what is this bear gorilla that's chasing them? That thing is just a monstrosity. But And so it's going to be like, hor- it's like environmental horror, I think is what someone described it as. I'm just, I want to go read the book right now and drop what I'm doing, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to watch this. Uh, but yes, uh, I'm just so excited to see what's next from uh, Garland. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right, number three, uh, I have Incredibles 2. Oh, here you so, go. So uh, we've been waiting for this since 2004. Um, it's childhood obsession at its finest. One of the few movies, uh, many movies, I was obsessed with as a kid. So, um, yeah, we've been <laughs> waiting for this for forever. Original is one of Pixar's best still to this day, I believe. Um, and that's saying something since Pixar is known for their quality films. And... Uh, I'm just going to leave off with we've waited for far too long and we are ready. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Not absolutely. Much else we got three Cars movies before we got an Incredibles. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's nuts. Um, so I guess that brings me to my number two, mm-hmm. which is Black Panther. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. what what else? I'm, I'm very interested to see Solo, what you guys... a Star Wars story. No, stop uh, it. Uh, I'm going to uh, confront uh, him uh, in a minute. Uh, okay. uh, you know, Black Panther. Again, a lot of things Colin just mentioned a couple minutes ago. Ryan Coogler as the director. Gives me a ton of confidence in this property, yeah. plus it being Marvel Studios, plus it being the cast that it has. Again, Chadwick Boseman was so good in Captain America Civil War, but also Michael B. Jordan as Eric Killmonger, the villain, I think should hopefully be one of the better Marvel villains because Jordan has the talent to deliver a performance. Now it's just up to Coogler to give him a role worthy uh of such a performance and memorability and because of their work relationship i don't see why jordan would sign up for a lackluster role if it wasn't for coogler being like no no no, we're gonna do something special with this and make it worthwhile Mm -hmm. um plus you know lupita nyango denai guerrera andy circus martin freeman force whitaker angela bassett daniel kaluuya i mean it's just it's so so big of a cast sterling k brown sterling k brown too i mean he is He's who knows ad. who knows what he is <laughs> yeah. I, he's probably like a teacher or something i don't know um but just the fact that he's in there is right. cool so i i mean i really just can't wait to see this movie the trailers look great and uh it's only like f- five and a half weeks away yeah <laughs> crazy enough i have a question though for you both uh yes. how do you i mean obviously it's a very um black cast how yes. do you work a Stan Lee cameo into this? Well, I think part of the movie is supposed to take place in like a flashback, or not part of the movie, but like there's Some going to be it? a section where okay. it's a flashback to when T'Challa's um, abroad in school in yeah. the in the United States. You can have you know him be like a professor on okay. campus or like some old dude on a bench. Like I thought as about long that. as he's just not sitting in Wakanda <laughs> randomly, it's like, wait, how did you get here? Like, yeah. I, I how does this dude know? Or like, the... there's there's supposed to be that like casino thing, right? Oh yeah. Have Stanley be some high sure. roller. I mean, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that sounds perfect. There we you go. Know, my opinion on this is mm-hmm. it's going to become the most controversial movie of the year because they're going to have Stanley go blackface. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't. Oh boy! And I, it's gonna, everyone's going to hate it. They okay? I think there's going to be uproars. I in think the they're smart enough I, to I avoid think, that. <laughs> oh man! The day that happens, I think it's the day. Uh, I thought you were going. I thought you'd be like, are like, is this going to get controversial because some racists are going right. to blast it or something? I was like, I mean, oh no. Okay. I mean, that'll probably happen too yeah, unfortunately I, but i'm ready to punch some people for yeah that. but oh, that man josh you're number two i n- number two i've got solo a star wars story e- listen i was uh listen listen to my journey okay, okay. 
I was very upset when I learned about this because I was just like, oh, what are you doing? Kathleen Kennedy, I can't believe you don't know what you're doing. Like, why, <laughs> why would you do this? Okay. And all signs pointed to them, Lucasfilm being the, you know, we're going to bring the hammer down on directors and we're going to squash out all talent and creativity because Rogue One had its reshoots. But in the aftermath of Rogue One, we learned, what did, what did we learn? We learned that, Oh, it was really them just realizing the ending doesn't work. Let's get rid of everybody. We don't want any loose ends. Fair enough. Okay, that's that's fine. They need an under two hour, two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. All right, we're done. We're moving on with this. Ron Howard comes in. Yes, he's bland, or he's kind of bland, um, but he's got a Kasdan script. He's got a, such a talented cast. Alden Einreich just. So good in um, the Coen Brothers, Hail Caesar. Um, I think he was in another film uh, about some other Hollywood stuff, but yeah, Yeah, the uh, it's like the is it Marlon Brando's at the? uh, I'm not quite sure. I don't remember. I know the movie you're talking about, but but yeah, he he seemed to. I heard good things about that, Um, but we've also got Donald Glover playing Lando, a young Lando Calrissian. How cool is that going to be? Because Donald Glover is one of the coolest people on the planet right now. Dandy Newton, one of the most kick-butt people out there right now. I mean, if you haven't seen Westworld yet, see it just so you can see her performance. You haven't seen it yet? I've not seen Westworld. I own it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for her performance, Colton, right? I, oh, yeah, there's not enough good things to say. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, hilarious in her Amazon um, show, which... Fleabag? Fleabag, yeah. I forgot it. But yeah, so good in that. Um, Woody Harrelson's in here as well. Mm-hmm. Amelia Clark. Uh, Paul Bettany's going to be somebody. So even after all these reshoots, I think they did it for a reason. Is because they needed a cohesive movie. Sure, you could have stitched together things from Phil Lord and Chris Miller's and Ron Howard's thing. So, I mean, why not just get a right movie? And I, I, I think that's what we're going to get. Um, I do feel somewhat bad that we're going to demythologize Han Solo a little bit. But I really do think they wouldn't have made this movie if they didn't think it was going to be ph- phenomenal. Or great, at least. Okay? Okay. So... I have f- full confidence in it. I think Ron Howard knows what he's doing. I mean, he wouldn't be directing movies if he didn't. <laughs> like, why would you go get him and not, you know, somebody else? So I am anticipating this movie because everything that has happened, they went to go get Phil Lord and Chris Miller for this movie, or they said, let's get these guys mm-hmm. because this is the way we want to go. Oh, they're going too far. Let's get Ron Howard to reel everybody back in. So that's where I'm at. That's my number two. Go for it, Colton. All right. <laughs> well, my number two is also Solo, a Star yeah. Wars story. Uh, simply put, the reason I'm excited for it, it's another Star Wars story. Come mm-hmm. on. Or Star Wars movie, <laughs> Yeah, I should say. I mean, Both. Yeah, yeah. The cast is great. You've already mentioned them, so I'm not going to get too far into that. Um, I'm just excited to see an expansion of the Star Wars universe, which I'm sure we're bound to get with this mm-hmm. one as well. Um, I'm, I am worried about the change in directors a little bit. Uh, that's the thing that has me on edge and actually keeping it for my number one most anticipated. I it would be it would still be number one if Phil Lord and Chris Miller were involved. Okay. But the fact that they were canned from this project has me worried just because I, just like the tonal shifts that go along with that, I'm not sure how what's gonna happen. I'm sure when we get the first trailer it's gonna I'll probably it'll probably ease my Yeah. Yeah, tensions about it and everything, but um, 
we're all going to want to compare it to Rogue One, and right off the bat, I'll say I'm expecting it to be better than Rogue One. So, and I I did like Rogue One. I agree with that actually. I mean, yeah, I'm expecting more just because. I I may I know I'm gonna be able to get behind these characters more. It's more personal um, too. Yeah, it's There's more no personal. grand cosmic significance for what they're doing in this movie. Yeah. Like, as far as we know. As far as we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all you know, Paul Bettany in his interview said yeah. uh, it's a gangster heist movie. Uh, yes, underworld. Yeah, we get to see we get to see Lando, Childish Gambino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Han Solo mix it up. Chewbacca. We mm-hmm. get to probably see how they meet become friends and all this stuff it's it's just exciting stuff you know if you're a star wars fan so you know i'm i'm also a little worried and nervous about alden einreich's portrayal and believability because right now i'm just thinking about it and i i can just see myself in the theater and having him on screen just being like that's not han solo yeah Mm -hmm. that's not harrison ford you know so that's that's one thing that does worry me but that being said everyone else in the cast i mean i'm sure they'll all do a fine job it's just yeah, the only thing that has me a little worried is the director change and the fact that I don't know if I'm going to completely buy into him as Han Solo. I totally agree. It's going to live or die on how Aiden yeah. Wright gets the cadence of uh, Harrison Ford down. I mean, if if, if, he were, if he met with Harrison Ford and talked to him about it, there's like that picture of them getting lunch together. Mm-hmm. And then if he just hang, hung, hangs out with Mark Hamill for, you know, a little while, he can get it down. Because, I mean, Mark Hamill's impression of Harrison Ford is just like what's one of the best. So. Yeah. And aren't they, they're, they are including Darth Vader in this movie in some capacity. Possibly. There are rumors of such an appearance. Which I am Plus. completely fine with. I agree with any comments that are saying that it's going to be shoehorned in like that. But that being said, Darth Vader is one of the greatest villains that we've ever gotten in cinema. So, yeah, I'm fine with it, having him in another. And you know, movie. I thought about this when we were talking. We didn't talk. We talked Last Jedi two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I thought about this during the movie. Like people are upset because it's due and it's different. But guess what? That's good because those will push Star Wars forward. These Star Wars stories or like uh, nostalgia for everybody they, else. Plus like, they yeah. kind of like expand yeah. what we already know. Right. And here's something. give us some new yes. knowledge about all that stuff, which, here's, is, which is exciting stuff. Here's you know? something safe. Here's Chewbacca and yeah. Han broing down. Oh, there's Darth Vader. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know how it's going to end, but it'd be cool if we got to the point of where we kind of, I mean, we're going to get to see how he gets the Millennium Falcon as well, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I expect it kind of to end towards the beginning of New Hope, which will be fun to see too you don't think so i don't think it actually will because they i know it's hard for me to because like they're about the same age i think right they're no. trying to they're trying to have him go for a as a younger han solo but they're pretty much the same age harrison ford was 35 when he did star wars a new hope nope. <laughs> he was older because he'd been okay. working in carpentry i could go on and ever cooper are you done sorry. i am done okay yes. sorry i didn't mean to cut you off or anything yeah no i'm, I'm good what you're are, are number we, one yeah han solo what? No. No, <laughs> no that can't no, be right. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Screw you, man. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean... No, I have no ill will. I just... I do. I'm, I'm interested in what Josh's number one is, actually. Um, just to go on so very briefly um, before I get to my number one, it's really only not on there just because the the all the... You know, the the director stuff, Ron Howard's constant tweeting of like, hey, guys, don't worry, I'm making this movie. It's like, stop, just make the movie, give me a trailer, and then we'll figure out. Like, that, if that one photo that came out this week was actually legit, which 
Lucasfilm saying it's not. Uh, uh, I don't know if I believe it's them. It's not an official. Photo. It's not an official photo. I think it's an official merchandising photo, meaning it's the actual looks of the characters. That makes me a little more interested because it looks good. Like the character portrayals all look how they should be. Donald Glover's little like back, you know, oh, his yeah. eyebrow work, and that's where Billy D. Williams. Yeah, I mean, it, it look it, it, that <laughs> that all looks good, and I'm just waiting to see a trailer. And if we had a trailer, maybe it'd probably be my top fifteen. Okay, but uh, my number one movie is obviously Avengers: Infinity War. I'm not yeah. going to go on about it too long because I just talk about it. I feel like too much already. <laughs> okay. um, but lay it out for us. But lay, I mean, it's it's ten years in the making. I mean, mm-hmm. if you saw Iron Man in theaters, you know that post credit scene of like you know you you just became a part of a larger world. You just don't know it yet. It's like, what does that even mean? Then you see Avengers four years later, and it's like, who's this big purple dude? And now finally, we actually get to see that big purple dude, Thanos, come wreak havoc probably kill some people and you know have this kind of crazy adventure where we get to see you know the avengers we get to see captain america iron man star lord black panther spider-man um you know gamora all these different heroes all on the same screen potentially that is so fascinating it's so cool to see the long planning actually paying off for Marvel Studios that they they had a plan they they stuck to it for the most part yeah they shifted some things around to bring Spider-Man in mm-hmm. um, to get rid of the Inhumans unfortunately um, you know to make this happen but it looks like it's going to pay off in a really big way if there's anything that could be a concern they have to nail Thanos if Thanos doesn't live up to all the expectations to all the hype the movie will not. Um, and I mean, but I think because they've been waiting so long to bring him in and the way they keep talking about him and setting him up and the fact that he's kind of forefront in the trailers, it makes me think they will or they will actually pay him off in a really great way and give us that great unbeatable villain that is going to, you know, actually cause some damage to our heroes, leave some of them in the grave and really shake things up as we move you know, into phase four and beyond of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, yeah. plus it's Joe and Anthony Russo directing it. And I mean, Winter Soldier and Civil War, two of the best Marvel movies, if not the mm-hmm. two best Marvel movies. Oh. And I, I mean, why would I not think that they can deliver another one based on what they've done already? So, yeah. uh, it's got a, you know, it's just got everything I could want. And as somebody who's been watching these movies since 2008, I just, it's, it's hard to believe it's here. And I can't wait for May fourth to arrive may the fourth be with you yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't resist but yeah i mean uh i will i will i'll back comment on my placement of uh infinity war at number eight, eight, eight like yes. this is like i said any one of these movies could you know easily take over i get hyped about a lot of things mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity War so much is happening in there it does look phenomenal um but i guess i just haven't been that emotionally invested in any of these people and characters for so long so just a little bit of defensive pushback so josh is number one yeah you guys don't know i feel like it should be obvious at this point i'm trying to figure it out okay no that's fine i've got wes anderson's new flick Ah. Uh, he is he is just one of the spunkiest most energetic and joyful directors uh out there right now um i think we talked about the florida project before uh we started recording tonight Mm -hmm. and that movie just the reason I want to see that movie so bad is because it feels like it was just pulled from Wes Anderson, just the joy and the lightheartedness. And there's probably going to be some divots of it. But um, anyway, Isle of Dogs, 
let's just start with Wes Anderson. Um, Steve Zissou's Aquatic Life, so good. It's just like a joyous little adventure going back and forth. Everyone's, all these characters are zany and they're different. They're on their own people. Um, I mean, they usually got some of the most fun actors on the planet. Like, you know, you just think of Bill Murray or Jeff Goldblum, whether it's uh, in Steve Zissou's or uh moonrise kingdom mm-hmm. everyone there is just it's just so lighthearted and fun uh but i really just think of um the hotel the grand budapest hotel <laughs> uh with uh colin firth uh, just, not yeah colin firth um no ray fines ray yeah. fines thank you i don't you. think Ralph he's fines. in there but yeah. I was like, hey, it's been it, a while it, it, ju- Amazing. I mean, his, his caretaker, Jeff Goldblum, makes his cameo, which is something I love as well. Uh, Sarah Rosen, not shoot, Lady Bird's at. Oh, uh, Cerise Ronan. Cerise Ronan's in there as well. Um, Tony Ravioli. Ravioli. Ravioli, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Ravioli. Yes. <laughs> I'm butchering it today. Uh, it's just like a, it's a whimsical, fun, lighthearted movie that just, you know, explodes with joy. But I love dogs. Cast: Scarlett Johansson, Greta Gerwig, Francis McDormand, Edward Norton, Jeff Goldblum, Brian Cranston, Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray, Liv Schreiber, Fisher Stevens, and you know, it goes I on, and go on. on and on. Yoko Ono and Frank Wood are gonna pop up somewhere in there as well. Um, and it's a movie about dogs. I had um a dog's promise or the purpose a dog's purpose a dog's purpose yes butchered for me because of some <laughs> tools you know and how they decided they were going to direct the movie so that that kind of sucked but this movie is about dogs it's stop motion animation and we don't get those often i think early man's going to be another yep. one this next year that we're going to have for that or this year yep. um that we're going to have for that but i love stop motion animation and it just looks like nothing else out there um an island full of dogs and a boy's going to go find his. Uh, I just think that's such a heartwarming story, and I'm just really excited to see it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, guys, Spider-Man is finally going to join the Avengers. <laughs> My number one is Inve- Avengers Infinity War. You guys probably knew that was coming. Awesome. Um, we also get to see the Guardians actually interact with the rest of the Avengers for the first time as well. I mean, what's not to get excited about sure. that? Like you said, 10 years have been building up to this. Uh, the Russo brothers... They're responsible for the two best Marvel movies. That is not my opinion. That is a fact. <laughs> they are the two best Amen. ones Amen. that have come out. Um, and they're back at it again. They've also given us the best action scenes out of Marvel movies. That's another fact. Okay, I'm just gonna, <laughs> lots, lots of uh, facts. I think... Uh, yeah. Yes. Not my opinion. Fact. No. Thor okay. 3 is close. Thor yeah. is a good one, but okay. um, definitely the action scenes are... They've given us like Winter Soldier. Oh, so, so many. Such great like hand-to-hand combat and stuff. And then you get... Civil War, where you see like how he's a- how they're able to work with like a group and like the airport fight scene, and even they go back to the Winter Soldier style fighting with Captain America. And yeah, and you get to like the Russo brothers; they're able to, like. There's no doubt that they're gonna give every character their full potential in a fight, and they're probably all gonna get their moment to shine. Mm-hmm. And that's what's exciting to see as well. Um. Yeah, and then. Last thing I guess I have to say about it is, do I think it's going to be the best Marvel film? Yes, I do. Ooh, I sure hope so. <laughs> I thought you were going to like turn like, no, but it'll be so glorious. Like, no, yeah, yeah. I don't have any reason to believe it won't be yeah. at this point. 
we get we get to, you would think that there's like so many characters involved that it's going to be worrisome that how they're going to handle it but mm-hmm. we got civil war already well and it looks and, like they're like splitting them up into basically like mini teams so it's not yeah. like here's 50 characters each on their own individual ventures it's like okay here's iron man wong Doctor Strange, Hulk, and Spider-Man doing their thing. Here's the Guardians and Thor doing their thing. Here's Cap and their and his team doing their thing. It's not yeah. so that way they can kind of focus them all in on three different storylines instead of eighty. Can you imagine being in on the story group where they're like, okay, we got to split everybody up, Ugh. and then just being like, no, let's put them there, like you know, trying to decide uh, yeah, yeah. what chemistries are going to make sense, yeah. how you can like make them team up together in fights, and oh yeah, there's so It'd many so possibilities there. Absolutely. Also, this will be mark my words the most rewatchable movie of 2018. Oh yeah, Ooh. I mean it's I, I th- it's supposed to be over like at least two and a half hours yeah. long. And like that's not something you usually say for two and a half hour films. No, I mean like I mean I saw last, last Jedi. I saw Last Jedi for okay. I saw it for a fourth time last night. So <laughs> I've seen it three. Like you know, I I think last Last Jedi has those like jaw dropping. Oh my yeah. gosh, I can't believe I'm watching these moments. Like there's like I think I said there's like ten or twelve of them, you know, in our review. I think Infinity War is going to be like every other season. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm seeing yeah. this or these combinations of characters or whatever it is happening on screen. So, should be uh, pretty epic. And that is, uh, th- those are our list. Those are our top 15, which now brings us to the place of trying to windle them down into a consensus top 15 oh, list. Again, eh? Oh boy. Which could be difficult. <laughs> we have uh, 26 There's movies up for consideration. We only have, let's see, we've got four right there. That brings us to six. We only have six movies that each of us have in our top 15, that all of us have in our top 15. So I don't know if those movies necessarily need to be our top six or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. All, should those should those six be our top six in some well, varying order? Off. Yeah. So Avengers 3, Black Panther, Incredibles 2, Soldado, Ready Player 1, and Deadpool 2 are the six movies we all have. Some of those I'll be like, eh, those aren't top five, you know, top six movies. But I argue for Solo, even though you don't have. I it. know. Well, that's like I, I, I gave them point points, and since mm-hmm. Solo's not on mine, I gave it basically a twenty point because it's it's not you know my top fifteen, but I, you know I don't want to give it like oh well it just missed my list, so it's sixteen gotcha. or whatever. So, but it, it it grades out as the fifth best movie still, even without it being on mine, because you both yeah. have it at two. So, um. I guess we'll start at the top, work our way down. Is that the way we want to do it, or we want to go yeah, bottom to that. top? Yeah? Let's go. Let's start from the top. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's so, fair. So, Avengers 3 is the highest film. Yeah, yep. that's fair. Okay. Avengers 3 is number one. Then Black Panther grades out as number two. Well, mm-hmm. actually, it's actually a tie. Black Panther, Incredibles 2, and Soldado. I'd say give it to Incredibles. I would give it to Incredibles. Yeah. Because some of the That's reasons fair. I left it, it off it, mark was marketing purposes. It has it has two top fives. Yeah. Um, instead of Black Panther only has one. So Incredibles two. Then actually Josh had Black Panther at twelve, but we all had Sicario two in our top ten. We want to go Sicario two, three, then Black Panther four? I would like that. Yeah. Okay. I'd say and then we can do Han Solo. I think that's fair. It's mm-hmm. yes, it's, that's it's your fair. top two. I mean, it, it, if you guys want to argue it to go higher, I'm totally fine with that. No, I understand all criticisms okay. of this film. 
Okay, Han Solo comes in at five. Then let's see as we get into our six. Again, Ready Player One is the next one up. You all have Black Panther there yet? Black is Panther's number four. four. Okay. Yep, yep. So Ready Player One is the next one up. Um, mm-hmm. But like, it was all on our list. Colton just it just made Colton's list. Um, it's, what about, it's super high on mine, and then Josh is just right in the middle, and that's basically the same for Deadpool too. Where did we have Ralph? Wreck It Ralph. That one you guys both have in your top ten. And it was in your and it top was like it was 15. it was in my it would be an honorable mention. It was just like oh, it yeah, just right. it just missed so, out. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't. I mean, if we want to get there, I mean, Venom. You guys both had top five. We had that five. Yeah, it was an honorable mention for me. I'm fine giving that six. If that's what you guys want to do, I can live with that there, and then going with Ready Player One, and then uh, yeah, let's do because I do have that four spaces away. Okay, Ready Player One, then at seven, mm-hmm. and then what? You want Deadpool two, Wreck It Ralph two? I think Wreck It Ralph was higher on. It was higher on both yeah, of yours. I feel like that's where it okay. belongs. Wreck-It Ralph 2 then comes in at 8. We'll put Deadpool 2 in at 9. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, then, let's see. All the rest of them for me, if there's barring a, one, were all different from yours. Yeah, let's see. So. There's yep. um, So Spider-Verse, me and Colton both had it on our top 10. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw that in at 10. Let's go, yeah. And then uh, the next biggest commonality would probably be... I don't know, Josh. Your Isle of Dogs is in there. You had it at one. I would like to get it in the top ten if possible. I know we don't have so many slots left, and we well, still need to squeeze yeah, in. Yeah, Spider Verse was ten, but I'd be okay it dumping 11, it, dumping it to eleven since it is Josh's number one. I feel like it should be in yeah. top ten. Okay. Please. Yes. Thank you. We'll bump Spider Verse down to eleven. Isle of Dogs comes in at ten. Do we have Mission Impossible in there yet? No, because it made my list. It was like top ten of yours. Yeah, right? it was six on mine. Um, That's got to be in there somewhere, then, right? I think it, I think it's think. either Mission Impossible six or Annihilation. Oh, Annihilation! You had pretty high. You guys deserve you to have Mission high. Impossible six. I think Annihilation would go above it though, because you had it so high, and he you had it pretty high. Too. I had Mission Two. Impossible at six, which is its highest. Annihilation. Josh had it three. three. Yeah. So I, I I'm I'm fine. Annihilation and then Mission Impossible. All right. Annihilation comes in at 12, and then Mission Impossible 6 at 13. Then the final two spots, uh, we have no other commonalities. No. So that uh, unfortunately doesn't mean we each get to choose one. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't. Uh, Let's see. Who has the most on the list so far? Um, I do think, I mean, this is skipping over 14, but First Man seems to be like it should Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I did. That is the last commonality we have. Creed two in there, right? Did you have Creed two? No, but Creed two is Creed two is not because you didn't have it either. I didn't have it online. Oh. No. So first man should be fourteen because me and Josh both had that, and then it comes down to the final spot. So contenders would be new mutants. Creed no. It was an honorable mention. Uh, no. That so it's just new mutants. Creed two. 
I guess God Particle, Predator, Red Sparrow, Ocean's Eight, Aquaman, X Men Seven, Holmes and Watson, Tomb Raider, Ant Man Two, and A Quiet Place. Mm. The one that's highest is a new mutant, so that's just because of me. Uh, Josh, your highest would be God Particle at seven, and Colton, yours is Red Sparrow at nine. I guess I say we go new mutants. Ty goes to Slender Man. No, I go to Slender Man. It wasn't even in your top fifteen. I know. <laughs> you're fair you're enough. Gonna give it a top I, fifteen spot. You said what did you say? New mutants. Yeah. I yeah, I would mutants. say so too. Okay. I mean, it's an honorable mention, so it's right, it's right there for me. It was one of the first three I had. So. Okay. So, then just to to round it all up. Going from 15 to 1, the consensus Friends and Film most anticipated list of 2018 is at 15, New Mutants, 14, First Man, 13, Mission Impossible 6, 12, Annihilation, 11, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, 10, Isle of Dogs, 9, Deadpool 2, 8, Wreck-It Ralph 2, 7, Ready Player 1, 6, Venom, 5, Han Solo, 4, Black Panther, 3, Sicario 2, 2, Incredibles 2, and 1, Avengers Infinity War. Seems like a pretty good list. I would definitely watch all the films on this <laughs> list. Okay. Good news. Um, so that, that brings us to the end of this uh, list. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have a top you know, 10, top 5, whatever it is of most anticipated for 2018, let us know. Uh, because it is when you guys are hearing this, as long as I post it on the right day and have time to edit it and everything, you guys will be hearing this on New Year's Day. So... You'll literally be ringing in the new year yes, yes. with friends and film. Right. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you guys will get to figure out 27, 26 movies that you guys should be looking forward to. Plus the top 15 um, of our consensus opinions next week. Again, we're in that precarious situation of we don't know what we're reviewing no. <laughs> because it's Oscar Molly's season. Game. Molly's game is a possibility. Ooh, yes. um, I, I'm very much interested in that. And I know Josh's as well. It's my most anticipated for this half that of the year. That is true. Yeah. I forgot about that because um, you hated Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, I just – I Don't guys. at him. He, he likes Star Wars. So I guess you can at him if you no, don't me. like Star Wars. There are yeah, a lot of Last people. Jedi haters out there. <laughs> That's yeah, true. I've exactly. gone to Rotten Tomatoes to fight the, the haters. So <laughs> You're commenting on user reviews. No, <laughs> <Yes>. you're wrong. <laughs> so if you guys could come to me, it would be so yeah, much easier. It'd make it much easier on Josh to – to make his Star Wars criticisms more well known, or not his criticisms, his criticisms of critics. Yes, there uh, we or go. Of, of, of the general audience, because I think critics, yes. for the most part, like this movie a yes. lot. There we go. It has like an average score of like eight something. Yeah, it's pretty oh, high. Over eight. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, it's where it should be. The audience, they just don't get are it. Idiots. So <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I, for, I really do believe audience scores have been skewed. But we will have to. I mean, Ron Tomato says they haven't, so we'll have to believe them. I, I don't guess for the time being, been skewed. I just think it's a self-selecting group. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about that in a big question. Maybe. Right. Um, and we will bring back the big question next week as its own separate show. Um, and you guys will have to just stay tuned on that. If you have any suggestions for what we should do for the big question, send it in because we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If you enjoyed this episode, though, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Plus, head over iTunes give us a five-star review. That's all we have for this episode. So during our time away, be sure to tell us your thoughts on everything covered by tweeting us at Friends of Film. We use updates on the podcast, movies, and more. You can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. And Colton, you're on Twitter. At Believe in Blue 88. There Check we go. Awesome. And thanks again for tuning to the Friends of a Podcast. Josh. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. Colton, thanks for coming by. Hope to have you back Pleasure again. Pleasure to be here. Yes, as always. And be sure to return next week for our mysterious reviews.